We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We are delighted to be joined on the show now by Gary Stoken, the CEO and president of the Peach Bowl. And, of course, the University of Miami will be in Atlanta for the Chick-fil-A kickoff game against Alabama. And, Gary, I think it's great for uh, great to have you on the show, number one. And, number two, we are very much looking, to, uh, looking forward to our return to Atlanta for college football. Well, Joe, how exciting to have 100% capacity for – Two teams that are going to be ranked in the top 25 and uh, the uh, a great way to kick off the college football season. And the fans are able to uh, to come up and see it, which uh, will be back to our new normal, I guess. Yeah. And of course, uh, you've got two of the more traditional college programs. Of course, Alabama, a decade of dominance, University of Miami, five national championships. You've got two great brands coming to Atlanta. Well, I think with De'Ara King back and some of the transfers that Miami's had, Manny has really elevated the program there, and I think they're they're knocking on the door this year for the ACC title, I believe. And uh, a good way to start it would be to come up to Atlanta in beautiful Mercedes-Benz Stadium and take care of, depending on what, what uh, ratings you look at, Alabama potentially number one in the country. Yeah. I want to talk to you about tickets and all of those things in a moment. Can you uh, take us back and give us the the backstory of how Miami and Alabama how you how you were able to bring this game together? Well, I give a lot of credit to Blake James. He is uh, he has been one to stay in touch with us and uh, said, "Gary, when you have an opening, we'd love to come up there and play in the uh, Chick Fil A kickoff game." As you know, Joe, with the advent of the the CFP, the selection committee has almost demanded you play a tough non-conference schedule if you want to be looked at and and playing in the uh, in the CF current CFP status. And um, you know, I go back to 2017 when we had Alabama number one and Florida State number three, and Alabama won the game. Um, they did not win the SEC that year, but the win over Florida State in the eyes of the selection committee got Alabama in as number four and they went on to win a national championship that year. So these type of games have been very valuable to the CFP selection committee and very valuable to the teams that play in them, not only for recruiting purposes, but exposure wise for the coaches. It really helps because now you've got live game film against an opponent that is, it is, you know, very competitive. Unlike in most first games, you're playing against someone that you truly dominate. There's not a lot you can learn in that film room the next week. 
but in a game like this, you're going to be playing against someone that's probably, you know, a potential all-conference, maybe NFL player, and you can teach individually and collectively as a team a lot. And as most coaches will tell you, they, they improve most between week one and week two. And that's what we've heard from pretty much all the coaches that have played in our Chick-fil-A kickoff game. So, And for the fans, obviously, in the media, it's a wonderful way to start the season. They talk about it all summer, spring. And uh, in this case, you know, fans haven't been able to go to games. So for them to be able to see this game either in person or on TV, uh, it's a great way to, to uh, kick off the season. And at the end of the day, the players, the players want to compete, Joe, as you know, you've been in this a long time. Players want to compete against the best on the biggest stage they can. And there's no bigger stage than the first game, Alabama-Miami and Mercedes-Benz Stadium on ABC National TV. You know, it's uh, interesting to me, maybe it's a coincidence, but the stars have aligned in an odd way. One of the first games in the modern decade, first bowl games in the modern decade, that sent the University of Miami on its course to being relevant in college football was the Peach Bowl back in the back in 1980 with Howard Schnellenberger. Of course, Howard was on Bear Bryant's staff at Alabama. We lost Howard this year, and I'm sure that he's smiling with that pipe, saying, "Yep." It was the Peach Bowl that got us started, and what a great way for Miami maybe to enter a new era. Uh, what better way for Miami to enter a new era than playing Alabama in, in, in a game represented by the Peach Bowl? Well, Joe, that's a great setup because I will tell you, when we started this format, we, we uh, back in 2006-07 when the CFP said they were going to um, add another bowl game and expand and have a championship, uh, we, we put in a great bid, didn't win. They went to the double host model with four existing bowls of the Sugar Rose, Fiesta, and Orange Bowl. And um, at that time, the NCAA allocated a 12th game to the, conf- to, uh, the, the, con- to the non-conference schedule and conference schedule. And um, I said, well, I told my board, I said, you know, if we're not going to be allowed to be in the BCS on the backside of the season, we're going to start the BCS on the front side of the season. And so we started the kickoff game format. We had Clemson, Alabama, ironically enough, in our first game. And uh, Nick Saban was in second year at Alabama. He slid in at number 25 to start the year that year. They had lost the previous year to Louisiana Monroe. Now, can you imagine Alabama losing to Louisiana Monroe, right? Right. And uh, they came in, and they beat Clemson, who was ranked number nine with Spiller, um, 34 to 10. And uh, if Nick Saban were on this call, he would tell you that that was the start of the Alabama dynasty that they've been in. So we have a way of, of starting dynasties. I would say Dabo Sweeney would say his win over LSU – in the Peach Bowl in 2013, in a kick in the last second, that started Clemson's run. So uh, people don't say Clemsoning anymore after uh, they beat LSU, and then they started the season the next year and beat Georgia, two SEC teams back-to-back, and Clemson's been on a dynasty run ever since as well. So we have a way in Atlanta of starting dynasties, so uh, it could be the case on uh, September 4th in Atlanta. We hope so. Gary Sokin, CEO and president of the Peach Bowl, is our guest. Along those lines of having a game 
at the beginning of the season. Taking a look at this new college football playoff proposal, Gary, uh, and considering that now you see more kids deciding not to play in bowl games, do you think we might see more bowl games opt for the first game of the year rather than waiting for the end of the year? That's a great question, Joe. Uh, I will tell you this, being the benefactor of both, being in the New Year's Six along with the, the Great Orange Bowl and Cotton and Rose and Sugar and Fiesta, we're very blessed to have, you know, right now a semifinal every three years. And this year we'll have two top ten teams in our Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Um, but I've always wondered why bowls that weren't in the top, you know, ten bowls, let's say, uh, why they didn't change to hosting a game at the beginning of the season. Because ever since we started this in 08, we've been followed by Dallas, Houston, uh, Orlando, Charlotte, and there's some others. Every once in a while, we'll do a game. And with the advent of the CFP, and as I said earlier, needing to play a tough non-conference game as an AD schedule because that's the only games that you're responsible for. The other games are, you know, the conference sets those up. Um, I've wondered oftentimes why ADs and Bulls didn't catch on and and create, you know, a a more valued game at the beginning of the season. However, you look at it now, fast forward, since we've had this for, what, 13 years, um, now ADs are scheduling tough home and homes because I think they believe the expansion – with 12 teams now gives them a greater opportunity to get in in that large if they were lose to lose a conference game and then lose a tough non-conference game they can still get into the playoffs so i think that's why you're seeing a lot more ad schedule home and home tough non-conference schedules um because of the expansion of the playoff number one and number two to keep their season ticket base healthy uh, because people want to see these type right. of games. Mm-hmm. Players want to play in them. Coaches want to coach in them. So, uh, yeah, we, we cut on to something early, and it's uh, I think it was the precursor of now what we're seeing with uh, the CFP wanting to expand. I, I think it's really, uh, really cool. We, Miami played in Orlando a couple of years ago, obviously against Florida, but, you know, it felt like a bowl game, and I'm sure uh, this is uh, going to be the same when Miami plays Alabama. With the, the proposal that's out there, how do you think it's going to affect the bowls, such as yours or the Orange Bowl or the Sugar Bowl or the Rose Bowl? Do you think uh, the bowls will be incorporated? And do you foresee perhaps a championship game being at a bowl site rather than them bidding out the championship game? Well, I think the proposal that uh, Jack Swarbrook and Greg Sankey and Bob Bowlesby and Craig Thompson put forth to the commissioners that will be uh, vetted this week, the 17th and 18th, um, I believe they they have the New Year's Six games in as the host of the quarterfinals and the semifinals on a rotational basis. Now, again, no decisions have been made, and that, that needs to be vetted. But we, as, as New Year's Six Bowls, are hoping that we can maintain the uh, quarterfinals and semifinals rotations. Uh, as, it, as it relates to the championship game, I think the CFP will continue to look to move the game around uh, and continue to, uh, to bid it out. Um, and hopefully, you know, we in Atlanta, we've hosted it once. Hopefully in the future we're able to get the uh, national championship game back to Atlanta. 
Gary Stokin, CEO and president of the Peach Bowl, is with us. The Hurricanes in Alabama in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game, September the 4th, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Let's uh, get to that. Tell our fans, Miami fans, what they can expect, the, the capacity of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and how do they get in? Well, first off, give Arthur Blank a tremendous amount of credit for creating what I think is the best stadium in the world right now. Um, very fan uh, experience. Um uh, minded. Uh, he, he wanted something that really let the fans be a part of the game. So, you know, you can, you can stand on that, uh, patio within about 10, 15 feet of the benches, uh, and have food and drink. Uh, the halo board, I think until, uh, either LA or Las Vegas, uh, was the largest halo board in the world, uh, which brings a unique, uh, experience to everyone. Um, and then the sight lines, you're right on top of, uh, the field, uh, great sight lines. And I think, um, from a, from a game perspective, you can't beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, secondarily, when you look at what we're able to do with hundred percent capacity now in that stadium at 72,000, it's, uh, it's a, because of the dome, obviously, uh, it'll be 72 degrees in there guaranteed. Um, and it's very loud. So it's an electric atmosphere when you get a big-time game like we've had with, you know, LSU-Oklahoma in the semifinal with Joe Burrow and um, Alabama in the past playing Washington in our semifinal game, the national championship game with Georgia-Alabama. So the Miami fans are in for a great, great uh, experience in the stadium, outside the stadium. Uh, We'll have our tailgate town, which is an outdoor festival uh, where people can watch games on TV earlier in the day. We have food and drink. We have activities that they can do. We'll have music going on. So really a celebration to the kickoff of college football. And then the the other thing that I'd like to highlight for the fans is there will be an opportunity for a team walk. So we'll unload the buses in the Home Depot backyard right outside the stadium and the teams will walk through the fans going into Mercedes Benz stadium, uh, before we, before we have kick at three 30. So, uh, great time. And Atlanta is just a wonderful place for restaurants. You know, we have the college football hall of fame in Atlanta. So all the Miami fans should get there, you know, early on Friday, go to the college football hall of fame, go to one of our great restaurants. We also have, you know, the world's largest aquarium, uh, the world of Coke, all right downtown there. So it's easy walk with a lot of hotels. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a great time and a great time to uh, kick off college football in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, this is um, uh, – I think Atlanta is perfect for South Florida fans. Uh, when Miami plays Georgia Tech, they always have a healthy contingent of Hurricane fans there. Uh, you mentioned the resources that you have in the Atlanta area, from Atlanta to Buckhead with the, the hotels. We take great pride Gary, in our hotels and restaurants here, but uh, our fans will like to travel to Atlanta, and it's an easy flight. It's an easy flight. I think there's hourly flights with, with Delta, and I would say this, too. There's a tremendous amount of Miami grads that yeah. live in Metro Atlanta. Uh, I know there's a big Miami Hurricane Club here. They're planning a huge hospitality uh, event, uh, I think, on Friday night and Saturday before the game, so... Yeah, it's it's we truly do look at it as a bowl type atmosphere and a celebration. 
Um, you'll appreciate this being in Florida. I, uh, when I created this game in 2008, uh, I called it the Daytona 500 of college football. Uh, as you know, Daytona is the, the biggest event NASCAR has, but it's the first event of the season instead right. of at the end. And I remember getting a letter from Daytona 500, a cease and desist letter saying, please don't use Daytona 500 anymore, <laughs> calling your kickoff game the Daytona 500 of college football. So, um, but that's what we've truly tried to create, you know, tying in the College Football Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, Miami has a lot of Hall of Famers. So fans should come up, they can go through the Hall of Fame and really get an experience that's driven as a Miami experience but also a totally immersive college football um, interactive experience as well. So uh, that's a must-do when they come up here. And listen, when you're in this game, it means that uh, you're important in college football. Miami wants to be relevant. Miami has been relevant in the past. College football is better, I think, when Miami is relevant. And, I mean, they've got the opponent of all opponents, right? The longest winning streak right now in college football. The coach that has changed college football the most in the last 15 years and the defending champs. You can't have better storylines. Well, and to have the Eric King back and from what I understand, you probably know better than I, Joe, but he's, uh, he's healthy and ready to go. And, uh, you know, with what they return, number of starters, they return as well as some of the great transfers they've got, uh, Miami's loaded this year. So this is going to be an interesting, uh, Interesting first game, but an interesting season for the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, well, we can't wait. Hurricane ticket office is open, and uh, plenty of tickets. I think plenty of tickets for both Miami and Alabama. Uh, you're very generous with the amount of tickets given to each school. Well, what we try and do, and, and again, give Blake James credit. He said, you know, we have a lot of fans that want to come up to Atlanta. Easy to get there. Huge uh, uh, alumni base there. Uh, we want to make sure we're represented. And uh, so he asked for a lot of tickets. And, uh, you know, that's the other thing. We we want fans from Miami and Alabama to come here and see this game. We want them to see Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We want them to experience the College Football Hall of Fame. And we want them to celebrate the beginning of college football. And to have two teams in the top 25, uh, to be able to do that is a blessing. So, uh, yeah, we really look forward to it. And, and in Atlanta, we truly do believe in Southern hospitality. We enjoy uh, having people come to our town. So looking forward to a, a bunch of Miami fans. I know the tickets have just gone on sale. I will tell you, Alabama's been on sale for a week, and they've sold 15,900 tickets already in a week <laughs> for this game. Well, we, we might have some work to do, but uh, I, uh, I know we're excited down here for it. Gary, it's been great having you on the show. We'll talk to you again before we get to Atlanta as uh, we build this thing up through the summer. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on to give us some great information. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in Atlanta for this uh, great matchup between Miami and Alabama. Well, Joe, thanks so much. I uh, appreciate what you do for college football and the University of Miami. And uh, I know we lost uh, a great one and a great friend of yours with Larry Wall yeah. and uh, prayers for his family and uh, he was, uh, he was a great guy and, and great for the Orange Bowl. And, uh, you know, we look forward to hosting all the Miami fans up here in Atlanta and you as well. Thank you. Uh, that's Gary Sokin, and we will continue on the show right after this. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.